0: Good morning. This is the up and running morning show on 98.1 KZE. I am Rick, your host, and joining us live in studio this morning is Caroline Phipps. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning, Rick. It's a pleasure to have you here each and every month, and I do appreciate when you do come back and visit. It's nothing more than special. Well,
1: it's always fun to hang out with you. It feels like the Arctic today, though, doesn't it? I can't believe how cold it is. It's
0: really, really chilly. But uh, this is springtime, so right. as, as we do know, all things must pass. So it's going to get warm, and then it'll get cold again, and then it'll get warm again, and then it'll get cold again, and that's what usually happens, and I'm ready for it all.
1: Well, you look ready for it all, and I can just tell you're ready for it all. You look ready for anything today, quite honestly. Well, in the past
0: week, you know, I've been challenged um, with so many different things, with the amount of snow that fell a week ago. Right. Right on up to getting a flat tire and uh, having my laundry center breaking down. uh, So many different challenges. And, well, I'm trying the best I can to just be like, okay. You know, this this you—it's know, challenging, but uh, it's not that bad. I can get over this, and it's
1: just going to cost money, and I'll get by, and I'll be okay. So it ties beautifully into our subject, doesn't it? When it does when to resist, when to push back, and when to let it go and surrender.
0: Yep, And when things are out of my control,
1: 100%, I can't do anything but just
0: be like, okay, bring it on. What do you got?
1: But so often, that's when we go into resistance mode, isn't it? It is. And, and what could be done, Caroline? Well... It seems to me that there are some questions that we can ask ourselves. You know, when, when these situations uh, are going down, a, a really great question to ask yourself is, do you wish your life was different? Ha. Huh. Huh. Now... I think a lot of us, uh, you know, things happen and, and we think to ourselves, oh, I so wish my life was different yeah. to this. But here's the thing. Just being sort of resistant to the life that we have is not going to get us anywhere at all. We, we need to think about, well, this is the life that we have, And so what about it is working, not just, you know, my life is horrible. Yeah.
0: And we hear people say dreadful things like that, like everything I do is miserable. (laughs)
1: Right. Yes. And my whole life is a mess. And these bad things always happen to me. And so that takes us to that place where, you know, we are told by the Buddhists that we create our own suffering with the resistance that we have to any level of difficulty or suffering that we have. And it sort of got me thinking a little bit about, um, I, I understand that, and that it's a, a very good idea to where you can let go of resistance to things. But at the same time, We human beings have a very strong drive to push back and resist stuff that we don't like. It's true. It's a dilemma. And it's a dilemma that we face the whole time. So I thought, let's put a few questions together that we can actually ask ourselves so that we can see where we can change the situation and turn it into something productive Mm. and where the relentless suffering of resistance just puts us on the hamster wheel of misery, right? So
0: how can we make things better?
1: So here are some questions to ask. So let's kind of get beyond the, my life's a mess, Mm -hmm. You know, and think, well, this is my life. So what can I do to make that better?
0: Right. Enrich
1: it. Yeah, exactly. There are certain things we can always do and... Let's never forget the magnitude of gratitude because Mm. gratitude is key when uh, we are thinking about our lives. So just a little shift in focus away from this sucks and it's not working into, oh, look, three good things happened today. Even if it's just I woke up, I didn't have a headache and a hangover and I'm going to get a cup of coffee. And
0: somebody made me a great meal.
1: Exactly. Yes, exactly. And and to be grateful for that. So that's one thing I would say, whenever you think I wish my life was different, resist, 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 try and go to another place and say, well, there are things about my life that aren't so good. But here's what I'm going to shift my focus into, which is actually making it better and be grateful for the things that are working.
0: Now, for me, even though I struggled In the last few days with the challenges of life and my laundry center breaking down and I need a new washer and dryer. Well, that's actually good news because I found out with the failure of my equipment that it was 17 years old and lasted a really long life. And I was due for something new. And now everything is going to be energy efficient and, well, my clothes are going to be cleaner, better, and brighter.
1: Well, it it's uh, – I don't even know what to say about you and your laundry centre because, you know, we women tend to call it our futility room. So so we don't have laundry centres, but, you know, never never mind. Um, but I will say that, that there's something that happens immediately is that – We go to a place of, oh, look, the washing machine has broken down. But we we don't realize that actually better it's broken down now. And now I'm going to get a good one and a new one. And so often things happen to us in the moment that we don't understand the implications down the road. So rather than go to the place of resistance and my life is horrible, try to step back a little bit sort of into that elegance and say, okay, maybe there's a bigger picture here that I can't see. So you sort of want to kind of dolly out a bit and get into a a big picture Mm. frame of mind about your life. And that helps uh, the resistance element Mm. and gives you more of a chance of sort of, well, let's let it go. It's broken, so where do we go from here? Railing against the fact that it's broken... Right. Is going to just create more misery for you.
0: It's true. And uh, so I've come to immediately the reaction is, ah, now I got to get this fixed. And I got to get somebody to take this away. And I got to go buy something new. And uh, once you get through all that, it's like, yeah, great. New washing machine is going to be great. But. If I can put that attitude towards everything that goes on in my world, that would be something.
1: Yeah, that would be something. And it's the challenge that we all kind of face at the moment. And, you know, with this sort of checklist of questions, another good one to ask yourself is, do I expect a lot from other people? That's always a really good one because what we tend to do is put all of our focus on what other people are doing and what they're doing to us and what we actually need to do is shift the focus back to ourselves and say what are we doing and what is my part in this Mm. because if we are constantly putting it over to other people and then resisting what they do we completely lose control of that dialogue altogether and the resistance with oh look what they are doing is incredibly painful and you give away a lot of your power when you do that
0: so solutions
1: so I think one thing to do is to think about what, what our part in it is. Are we judgmental? You know, are we giving our happiness over to somebody else and expecting them to make us feel good um, when, in fact, it's our own responsibility how we react and what we do about it?
0: And nobody else can make you feel happy. You make yourself feel happy. So nobody else can make you feel bad either. It's yourself doing that to yourself. And that's a big step to learn.
1: It's a very big step to learn, especially if you're in a big, fat argument with somebody that you're close to. And, you know, they have that same feeling of resistance on their side about how you are, and you are very resistant about how they are. And you know, like with everything, communication is key. Mm. If we can sit down in a non-judgmental way and say, well, how, how do you feel about it and how should we fix this problem? You, you tell me what's going to work for you and then I'll tell you how, how it's going to work for me and you start to get some kind of dialogue. Yeah. And I honestly think that if you can't get some kind of dialogue going, It may just be time to say, okay, this is never going to work for me. Because there is that moment about, I'm going to, you know, let this go and just be very zen about it. But if you're in some kind of abusive relationship, there is a moment when you need some pushback and some resistance. or you let somebody who is actually being abusive and unkind mm. continue. So, as nice people, that that and and good, you know, people, we often let things go way longer than maybe we should okay. without having a sort of you know deep and dirty conversation about what's what.
0: And Eckhart Tolle would say that anger is a powerful emotion, but it's a good emotion and there are times when people are angry and yes there are times where you find it necessary to resist but you have to watch that
1: yes you do and, and i
0: and only use it as a powerful emotion and then let it last only a little bit
1: yes because you know the anger thing is so interesting i will sort of describe it as you know the black dog <laughs> descends <laughs> and before we know where we are we're in a state of complete unconsciousness and maybe we're yelling at our partner or yelling at the at the poor you know person on the end of the phone who is dealing with the broken yeah. washing machine yeah
0: yep or the um broken propane heater that was another issue um but yeah there are times where you have to um stand up for yourself if you know that what you're saying and doing is absolutely correct and righteous, not only to yourself, but across the board, and defend, you know, what you truly believe in.
1: Well, I think that human beings wouldn't have got very far if we hadn't had uh, extraordinary resistance in this world, because you know, bad men prosper when good men do nothing. It's kind of a cliche. But there are moments when if something really doesn't sit well with you morally, it is time to persist and resist. And we cannot always be in a state of, oh, we're just going to let it go, and we're going to let it be. I mean, supposing you walk down the street, and you see somebody being very badly bullied, let's say. And you go into a Zen mode of, oh, well, that's meant to be. I'm just going to let it be. Well, there's something not at all right about that. And we kind of get that sense, don't we? I should have done something about that.
0: What should I do?
1: Yeah. And we have a very, uh, we're strongly wired to um, deal with injustice and to be kind. We, we feel better when we intervene under circumstances like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the idea of there are times to let it be so that we can be more peaceful and productive But there are very much times um, and the present times are such that everybody's very polarized about what they believe in. But, you know, we all know that kindness is better than unkindness and bullying is not a good thing to do. So, you know, there's there's common ground around that all the time.
0: And just uh, recently in the news, there was an issue where two men were engaged in a fight and a bystander saw this happening, didn't know what they were fighting about on either side, but just saw that there was violence happening, stepped in, decided to break up the fight. And again, not knowing what's going on, but just was, these people shouldn't be fighting. Got in, stopped it. He somehow arranged for these folks to talk about their issues and shake hands. And he walked away from the incident and just took off. The two fighters were like what just happened
1: (laughs) oh look i have a new friend now
0: (laughs) but um it's pretty interesting though when you do resist against something and then understand what's going on there may not be that resistance and you may not want to fight if you just talk out your situation
1: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, he was probably the kind of person who normally lets things be. But in this case, he decided that that wasn't going to be a good way forward, especially if somebody was going to get hurt. now
0: his town is recognizing him as a hero.
1: And he's probably saying, I'm he's no like, hero. Do <laughs> Yes. Real heroes always say, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hero, don't they? Have you noticed that? Did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what they do. The real heroes never say they're heroes. I think that's one of the key things about being a hero.
0: <laughs> Caroline Phipps, our guest, 981 KZE, living with inner elegance. Caroline, tell folks about your practice and what you do.
1: Uh, Yes. Um, Living with inner elegance. uh, My website, carolinephips.com has got all sorts of uh, interesting, informative information on it. Uh, I love to hear from listeners. So shoot me an email, caroline at carolinephipps.com. And I like to pick one to give somebody um, an elegant coaching hour. It's great to connect with people.
0: And you have, like, after each session we've had, people have contacted you and you've given these consultations. And how's that been going for you?
1: Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, I love to know who who's out there, what's going on. And, you know, the issues that people face, these are challenging times in the world, I think. And uh, just to say this morning that, you know, being from England, um, mm-hmm. let's just uh, remember the... Uh, the people of the British Isles today, because they had a, they've had a very rough go of it in the last twenty four hours.
0: Mm, I'd say so, and uh, to everyone in outside of London and in London, um, the violence that's been going on, we, we wish them nothing but love.
1: Yes, exactly, and uh, for that matter, violence around the globe.
0: Caroline Phipps. Dot com caroline at caroline phipps send her an email thank you for listening to the up and running morning show on 981 1kze it's nine twenty-five. caroline thank you so much
1: thank you for having me
0: we're going to take a quick break and get back to musical diversity right after this the richard b fisher center for the performing arts at bard college an architecturally bold and dynamic performance environment designed by frank Gehry. The Fisher Center is a stunning structure on Bard's Hudson River campus. This world-class complex has thrilled audiences with electric performances in orchestral, chamber, jazz, theater, dance, and opera. Featuring an intimate, acoustically stunning 900-seat theater, as well as a smaller performance space and dance studios, the Fisher Center offers year-round performances all on the campus at Bard College, just five minutes from the Kingston-Rhincliffe Bridge. Visit
1: fishercenter.bard.edu.